Hey guys, I'm Karen. And I'm Chris. And welcome back to another episode of Swinging Along, episode 13. Wow. Normally 13's unlucky, but I don't really, I'm not really I, superstitious like that. I, I think this one is going to be quite lucky. It is. Lucky like last night. Oh, 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 oh. Before we get into last night, <laughs> um, I, oh God, we've had such a, such a, a busy week and, and holy shit, our fucking weekend. I mean, it was wild. My Snapchat has been blowing up because I, I put some stuff out there and, uh, it was, it was all kinds of craziness. Like, it was in, in different directions, different directions. And I, and we'll definitely dive into that. But, um, we're going to start off though. Uh, if anybody's on our Snapchat, they saw us take shot number one. Oh, yeah. But we're definitely going to pop shot number two right now for you guys Some live fireball. on the podcast. Yes. Cheers. Cheers to you, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, hits us right. Cinnamon burn. <laughs> so I, I think uh, we had a lot on the table today, but before we get started, I think Karen would love to say a few things. Of course, we are going to give our most absolute favorite sponsor, Cassidy.com, our, their duly... <laughs> Too many shots See, already? No! It's Sunday fun day, what can I say? Um, No, we're going to give them their their shout out because i mean we've we actually just um started building our our podcast community on on cassie which i didn't even know you could do and i felt so bad because i was getting emails from cassidy saying hey you have to set up your ambassador network or your your podcast community and i was like what podcast community i thought i was just here to find people to fuck no absolutely for all (laughs) the people that are on cassidy that are friends with us or have seen us uh, that whole community, we're going to start building it. We're going to get onto that tomorrow, probably yes. bright and early when we wake up. So I really want to thank Cassie for their patience because they actually went ahead and set up our community because we were, we, I didn't know what the email was that kept coming through and I'm like, what community? So I learned a very valuable lesson to actually read your emails. So, um, for those of our new subscribers and listeners, if you don't know what Cassie.com uh, is, especially if you're on the East coast, since it's relatively new. Cassie is actually the social community for swingers and sexually adventurous people. They have over a thousand parties throughout the U.S., hundreds of clubs, and almost 10,000 travel postings that, guys, literally there's anything for any type of person to do. Um, Cassie also has thousands of hot, fun, open-minded couples and swingles. Doesn't have to just be swingers, guys. They can be the little, the, the single swingles out there who are living their life to the fullest and just embracing their sexuality because that's what we're all about, guys. Making whatever your sexuality preference and relationship status, whatever it is, make it, make it acceptable into, into society. Um, so whether you're looking to make new friends or find others who share in similar desires, Cat Cassidy is actually the site for you. Um, Chris, as we just said, we're on Cassidy, and we have actually connected with a few couples. We went on a date with a couple earlier this week that we met off of Cassidy.com, and hoping that that turns into something. So they're they're a little bit more shy. They're new swingers, so we are possibly going to be um, taking a swinger couple's virginity. So I'm kind of excited about that one, and that's all thanks to Cassidy.com. So if you get a chance, guys, head over to Cassidy.com. That's K. A-S-I-D-I-E, Cassidy.com. Promise you guys will not be disappointed. And then after that, I am excited because I'm going to kind of tell you, honey, I'm going to apologize right now. Don't look at our Visa credit card bill. 
I'm not surprised by this because, you know. <laughs> when they said that they wanted to, to be partners with us, Adam and Eve, I got so fucking excited because not only was, I mean. I mean that's we're, the only place we ever shopped. It just, it was like the most, you felt comfortable going there because you knew that you were going to get good quality products and they're very discreet. And oh, I like yeah. that. I I used to almost always hate ordering online because I'm a very impatient person. If I want a fucking double-sided dildo, I want it right then and there. I don't want to have to wait two weeks for it to be shipped. But adamandeve.com, their shipping is fast, and they are doing a special promotion just for our listeners. So, listeners, guys, if you go to adamandeve.com for a limited time right now, they're going to give you 50% off just about any item. That's half off. So when you select your item... You're going to put in the uh, code SWINGING, that's S-W-I-N-G-I-N-G at checkout. Once you do that, you're also going to receive three free adult DVDs, a free mystery gift, and what I like the most about this is they're offering free shipping. Oh, that's always great, because you know what the worst thing is when you go in there, and you're going to spend $100, and you're happy to, and then you get hit with like a $30 shipping cost. Absolutely, and let me tell you something. You just want to drive to the store and pick it up. I ordered, because it was on, A, it was on sale, plus I got the 50% discount. I ordered this really hot piece of lingerie, which I'm going to surprise you with um, oh, cool. coming up. Yes. A little, a little now. piece, yes. I literally got it for $7 and free shipping. Normally, if I get something that's super discounted mm. for $7, I'm still paying $15 in shipping. Yeah, because or you have to spend $150, $200 Exactly, to, to get, get the free shipping. shipping. Nope, no matter what size your order is, guys, you're going to be getting free shipping. So head on over to adamandeve.com and make sure you put in that code SWINGING, S-W-I-N-G-I-N-G at adamandeve.com, guys. So, yeah. I, I would say that um, the only thing you're ever going to hear, because we're, we're real. We're raw and real, and I hope everybody appreciates that we come from uh, a place that a normal person comes from. Like, we don't pretend. Like, we truly shop at Adam and Eve. We are on at, we are on Cassidy. Anything yes. we promote, we do. Oh, yeah. I mean, this isn't <laughs> this isn't part. Our main goal here is to make the abnormal normal. That's our hashtag for a particular reason. When we're on Twitter and things like that, because I feel like um, this is something that truly needs to be accepted in society. Who the fuck cares what your marriage status is? If you are in love or you choose to be poly or you choose to be a swinger or you choose to just do orgies or maybe you're bisexual and you choose to have, you know, a husband and a wife or vice versa, that should be your fucking prerogative. No, I, I, absolutely. I mean, I we have so many good listeners out there. Oh, yeah. So many good followers. Like, I literally spend every day replying to every Twitter follow we get yes. like and the I, other oh sorry it's so <laughs> insane that i think twitter thinks i'm fake well last last <laughs> or on friday i think it was friday i actually caught up on all of our emails because i felt bad because i'm i used to be really on point with sending those emails but we're getting involved in so many projects that i felt so bad that i i told myself listen we're gonna we're getting ready to go to the bar to have a couple of drinks do some day drinking before i can do that I'm going to respond to these emails because our listeners and our our following has grown immensely. Yesterday, I mean, we had one of our our, our really awesome followers who has 21,000 followers or something like that. Something along those lines. Something along those lines. They retweeted us and it was every 30 seconds our phone was going off. We jumped up 
about 50 followers in, yeah. in barely a day. And we are so appreciative of it we're, because... We're about to hit 500. And the yeah. next goal will be 1,000. So everyone, please yes. retweet us. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your mom. Yeah. Yeah, tell your mom. That's I mean, we're going to tell our mom. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like we bring a good variety of fun, kinky... Yeah. Like, literally, I pro- sometimes when we're talking about it, I want to jerk off myself. I do. Yeah. Yeah, I do. it's I, hot. I, I mean, but then it's hot. I feel like we also bring a lot of good advice and whatnot. I think that's why I think we bring the realism to it, yes. and I think that the fact that you and I are great at communicating, we're also neither one. <laughs> <laughs> we do fight, yes, and, uh, and I'm Italian, we're, so we're, I'm sure a lot of y'all can imagine what my fighting is I like. I definitely sometimes. got smacked in the neck a few times as she was talking. <laughs> I got abusive. All right, let me rephrase that. She talks with her hands, and I it, do. It's accidental. It is. Purely accidental, I swear to God. Um, but yeah, no, like we, that's the one thing we, we keep getting told from our listeners is how how real we are and things like that. And that's something we always want to do. So guys, if you ever feel like maybe we're not being as real, let us know. Put us in check, you know, because that's something though that I don't think will ever happen because our whole goal here is, I mean, we actually sat down the other day and, and actually put down specific dates that we're going to come out to our fam- our our family other than your brother. I mean, we're actually uh, we're we, gonna we come were out supposed to, your to meet up with a couple of friends last night, and we were gonna come out with to them yesterday, but it, it all got messed up, and we never actually hung out with <laughs> well, them. Well, our good friend was on call because we had some pretty yeah. nasty storms hit here in New Jersey last night. So he went on call. He he works for the state. So they were fun to me. I love. So we sat outside and through part of it. We did. We did. Uh, I caught some on Snapchat, and some people were like, "Shouldn't you be heading inside?" <laughs> Cooked a little, <laughs> made a little dinner on the grill. Uh, just relax. I did everything you shouldn't be doing during a thunderstorm. I was couple, under a metal awning, and I had a gas grill going. A couple so. of beers in hand, and it was a good. That's time. probably why I did it. I had so, I I had beers in my hands. Oh, so. that was after about six hours of drinking. Yes, we we had a very drinking filled week. week Weekend, which we're continuing for Sunday fun day right now so but um yeah I mean even though our friends didn't get to come out last night um we actually had a really good night which originally I had invited a few guys to come out some single guys that have been following me on snapchat um two of them showed up um but it's I think they got intimidated by the lifestyle and this is the one thing that I I run into is that they were very nice or very respectful but sometimes the men come out there especially especially if they're not looking for the lifestyle but they run into you like these guys were like oh you're you're a swinger and they had asked me some questions I was open and honest with them about everything and they asked if you know I would meet up with them and I was like well we're going out to the bar come on out they came out and it turned out that you know they they really were a little bit intimidated by the lifestyle and you know, I think they're more looking for a relationship. And while I'm okay with having a poly relationship with you, you're you're not going to marry me. You know, like that's that's not what this is in a sense. We're gonna have whatever relationship we're gonna have. And hell, if I could have multiple husbands, like fuck, we watch uh our big we're we're fun fact about us, we're big history buffs. Um, it's a we're kind of very nerdy about all ty- all things history, U.S. history. Uh, we're big with like the Tudors and things like that, like that type of history as oh well. Oh my god, I, I'm obsessed, and this is gonna sound terrible, and I'm sorry, and I hope you guys don't unfollow us. <laughs> I'm obsessed with like England and their kings and their queens of, of the past. 
Right, but like, we were... Something, was, something very well, intriguing. I it. was watching, before we went out last night, because we did so much day drinking yesterday, guys, I had to come back to the house and take a nap, or else I wasn't going to last. So, um, while I was napping, I woke up a little bit sooner than my alarm I set, because I, I, I felt refreshed, and I was watching um, Alexander. It's with Colin Farrell and Angelina Jolie. A lot of big names. Um, the the dude from 30 Seconds to Mars, I like, Jared Leto. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah. in it. It was one of his first roles. Okay. Well, Alexander was actually, I don't know how 100% oh, true it is. He's, the, like, he's like, like, like gay. Like gay or bi. He's, who is bi? He's more yeah. bi. I think he's more bi. There are women definitely involved. But I was definitely watching it, but his dad had like six wives. He was in love with the guy, though. So are you still bi? Are you yes. bi because you still fuck with women? Yes, because, but you love the guy though. Yes, because oh, the, you're 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 putting I like that little <laughs> intro intro into there. Um, yes, I think I think yes, he was bisexual. He was bi and bisexual because, um, again, I'm not a doctor, guys. I'm not a psychiatrist or anything like that. But here's my opinion on bi-ness. So you have bi-curious and you have bisexual, right? Um, by curious, I feel are people that are interested in maybe experimenting with someone of the same sex um, in a more sexual manner. I feel like when you're bisexual, yes, you're a hundred percent into another you know, the person of the same sex and the person of the opposite sex. But you also want to take that next level and possibly you could have a relationship, an actual romantic relationship with either sex. That's what I believe it is. So yesterday, or I'm sorry, Friday. Um, we were, we were, we were, we were, if anybody, uh, it's not up yet, but we're going to get the vlog up very soon. We're doing a vlog. I think we told him on the last podcast. We did. But we haven't put anything up yet. We've been recording some videos. Karen's got to like splice them all together and edit on I do. It's been, it's been like a few days worth of compilations because it's our first, but it's our first vlog. We were definitely sitting at uh, our favorite ice cream place, getting a little cold stone. <laughs> you know, you took like two bites and you said, all right, I'm on a diet. That's all. It's summertime, <laughs> man. I got to But got, it's so good. I know, but I got new bikinis coming, so, dude. I can't. <laughs> and she had a revelation. Yes. Um, we literally were throwing, well, I was throwing out my half of ice cream while you finished yours. And, delicious. uh, we were walking back and I stopped in front of the car and I said, babe, I don't know what you're going to think of what I'm about to say, but I really think, cause we were talking, we had gotten to a deep discussion about Kay and other women. And I said, I really think I'm an actual bisexual. I feel like if something were to ever happen to you or us, which obviously nothing's going to happen to us, so I'm thinking in my eyes, God forbid something would happen to you or anything like that, or even in our poly lifestyle here, I could literally be in a relationship, a full-fledged relationship where it's not just about sex, it's I could go and um, go on a date with another girl and, you know, sit on our couch and drink wine and just have deep conversations and, and connect out. on that. Yeah, make out, but connect on that deeper level and i stopped and i said holy shit i think i'm bisexual and and for anybody that there may be some people that know i mean we talk to a lot of people about a lot of things we do uh one of your things was always i like women they're beautiful always i don't mind making out with one or even going down on one i could never 
date one without you. Yes, we. we I always was more sexual about a woman. Yeah, like, hey, you felt like I had to be involved. I one way or another. I, I've never had a problem going down on a woman. I I was never hesitant but about it. I was it. always there. Or I shouldn't say I was never hesitant. The first time I did it, I was hesitant, but not because I was nervous about what it'd be like. I was nervous about my performance. I wanted to make sure I was doing it good. Like I I wasn't nervous about the fact that oh hey it's the first time I'm eating pussy. No, I was nervous because it was the first time that I felt like I wanted to I wanted to make an impression on the girl I wanted to make her come like how bad would that have been I'm a female I know what other females like what if I didn't make that girl come it's not necessarily about that because you don't have I mean you've done it a few times now but you you're not experienced at it I feel like I'm very experienced because it's what I do well no Yes, now I'm a little. I'm way more yes, experienced. Yes, yes, but back but then, it was back yeah, then it wasn't. No. But I thought I was just purely for the sexualness of it, and then I would tell you, no, 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 I, I need, I need like a dick. I need to go out to the on a date with a with a guy, and I like the cuddliness yeah. of a guy. But over the past year and a half, I've actually genuinely loved the company of a woman as well. I loved cuddling with women. I mean, one of my favorite parts after we have sex, obviously, and I'm, I'm you know, my body is just exhausted from orgasming when we, when we play with other people, whether it's other couples, or whatever, is cuddling. And I, I like cuddling with other women as well as men. So I truly feel that I have maybe, because my whole goal here is to make the abnormal normal and I'm fighting for this cause, well, you know, I, to make things uh, great in, in this world of sexuality, it has opened up my eyes to my own self and told I told myself, stop being so closed-minded and open up your fucking eyes, Karen, well, I, I, and I, I, see the fact that you love all human beings. I definitely learned that you enjoy cuddling with a woman after last night. Oh yeah, so we're not gonna <laughs> now, talk too much about it on this podcast because it's gonna be a whole other night. But um, like I was talking about before, I got sidetracked. Was um, the guys obviously did they? They were great. We're still gonna chat. Maybe maybe they want to go out and hang out and whatever. And I developed some friendships with them. But this morning, I woke up in my bed after a night with me, Chris, and two other women. We were all naked. How'd that happen? Uh, multiple drinks and <laughs> I know of, how that happened. A lot of good flirting. But I love I like you. I think I'm very charming and so are you. What was very funny is last night you picked up a girl and I picked up a girl and we were kind of at this dilemma and both of the girls were like, well, why don't we both just come back with you guys? And we were like, let's call the Lyft driver now. Let's go. Let's do it. So they were such sweethearts. Um. We so we basically had a foursome last night, and we're definitely going to talk about those details on another podcast um, because we weren't we weren't anticipating that happening when we wrote out our plan for today. No, absolutely. But what I will say, if I could say one thing about it, of course, if you don't mind. It's your podcast, and too, babe. If a little shout out to a good friend of ours, Malik from Monogamy Disrupt. Yes, uh, we've been chatting through a little a little Snapchat, and we both brought up how you know it's a lot of pressure on a guy to keep it up and keep it going. I got to say, last night. A little pressured. It was. It was like you're it's an unreal experience having so many people like touching you and, and whatnot. I was gonna say like it's I, a great experience, but it's a little it does make you a little nervous. Like sensory overload. Yes, yes, that's a great word for it. Yeah. I mean I've I mean I've been it we we haven't even like I said, we've barely been dove into our previous experiences, but I have been the center of attention of a of a big um, sexual escapade no. that we're going to talk about, but 
I remember thinking how great it felt, but I was very overwhelmed by the touching, yeah. the amount of touching and licking and everything that was going on that I, I didn't know where to turn my head. I was guess that like that for I you? I guess it's like you just want to please everyone. Yeah. But then I realized they're all by, So they can please each other as well. And yes. I think that helped. Yes. And let's be honest, and I'm sure he'll, he'll be listening and he'll know. We love beautiful women, and you can't say no. <laughs> you can't say no, but I will say, <laughs> I think you men have way more pressure than us women. Um, I, we have all different types of things that can get us wet. I mean, the flicking of a, cl- a, a clitter, licking of a clitter, even using saliva if a girl's going down on you, you know, gets you a little bit moist. We have lube. We have other things. We can, you know, all that type. You know, we literally, even if you're a little not as wet, if a guy takes his time to penetrate, eventually your body will naturally lubricate itself because it knows what's going on as long as you're relaxed. You guys, though, have to physically keep it up and hard. No, absolutely. And if, if I can give one more shout out, because it's going <laughs> to actually lead into our next uh, think comment we're going to make. But Malik and Nadia from Monogamous Rup, they talk about body image on their last podcast, I believe, uh, kind of like we did. And they, she actually brings up the pressures a guy has to keep it up and yes. get it up. Yes. Where a woman, throw a little lube on there. Yes, and and Nadia, if I may give you a personal shout out, babe. Not only do I think you're the, you're super hot. Oh, she's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. But I mean, me and her have the same. I think personal body insecurities in terms of stretch marks. We both have children, um, and I, I when you talked about putting the cover up on your stomach because it made you feel better about your stretch marks, it's the exact reason why I spray tan. A lot of people think, oh, do you spray tan because you're a Jersey girl and that's, you know, that, you know, they reference you to Jersey Shore. No, I spray tan because it's something that makes me feel better about my body, about getting naked in front of people. I love to be naked, but I have the insecurities of the stretch marks. So, Unfortunately, with my, you know, I have like two different skin tones. It's like my face is different skin tone than my body because I've tried to cover up and it doesn't match well. Plus, my cover up has come off on my black, my black dresses a few times when I go to the out the thing. So I literally spray tan for that particular reason. And I liked what she said. Do whatever makes you feel better about yourself. I'm I'm raising my glass to both of you. Yes. Beautiful, powerful, strong women. And whatever you guys have to do in life to make yourself feel great, you should because you're both beautiful. Thank you. Uh, but we're actually going to hopefully be meeting up with We are. For anybody that wants to come out and say hi, Philly Pride, the parade, June 10th. Yes. Uh, they're going to set something up and they're going to give us details of what they're doing and we're going to meet up with them. Well, Malik, I think, actually requested dancing. So not only going to the parade, <laughs> but I think we're hitting up some after parties We, we might as well. be going to a club or something. I don't know. Or maybe a <laughs> pride event after well, that, that was, involves dancing. But. What, what's funny is I'm going to let Malik do all the work here because I was looking at all the events because we were going to hit up a couple events afterwards. Yes. Once he said that they were putting together a group, I was like, sold. You do all the work, Malik. Malik, I'll buy you a couple of drinks. No, because I, you're, you're handling all. But absolutely. Um, June definitely starts um, Pride Month. And especially someone like myself, where I feel like I've come to the revelation that I am not straight. I am bi. Well, we've always been very supportive of it. and Oh, absolutely. And that was before anything. <laughs> Even when we first met, we were both very always yes. pro-LGBT. We, we actually have a young member in our family who has recently come out to his father as gay as gay and we fully support this member of our family he's young in high school dealing with this coming out and we have 
100% given him the backup to the point where I actually got into a little bit of a tiff with one of our friends because they were kind of making fun of of, of gay people. Of gay people. And it, it I, was more of a joke to the guy, and I don't think he meant harm by it, he, but that's just the way he was raised, I guess. And I still don't agree with it. You we had to school him a little bit. I mean, I, you know me. I'm know. very sensitive to when people. <laughs> You're also very feisty, so he got, am, he got a little uh, bit of that. He did, but <laughs> I have a big problem when people make jokes at the expense of people that are gay, straight, or no, I'm sorry, gay, bi, you know, trans, you know, all, lesbian, whatever, whatever you, whatever you are identifying as. I have a big problem when someone is making fun of you we, just because you're not straight. And I hope people don't judge on us on this. I'm going to be real. Right. And we're all about real. We have three boys. I've caught them occasionally using the word gay as a attack at their brother, but not in that way. Right. You grow up, you go, oh, man, you're gay. And I've. I've come down on them because oh, it's yeah. not a joke. It's, it's not, not a, a word joke. you throw around. And if you remember, I asked our friend, I said, let me ask you a question. What if I told you I was bisexual? Would it be different because to you it's hotter because it's girl, it's a girl on girl thing? I remember he blankly stared at me because he knew I was right. It's, it's, it, it's such a, ugh, I don't want to get into it. But no, absolutely. Uh, I mean, we're, G- we're about to get into some fun talk. Yes. But, but on, if you, and if any, if nobody has anything to do yes, on out. June 10th, uh, Philly Pride Parade. You can look it up on Facebook. They have an event for it. Google it. But June 10th, if you guys are planning on coming out to Philly Pride, let us know. Send Email us a us. message on Twitter. Tw- yeah, tweet us. And Instagram. We'll, we'll, we'll meet up with you. Yeah, we'll, tell, we'll tell you where we're going to be at and you meet up with us. Absolutely. But uh, so this episode <laughs> is going to dive deep into our first male, female, male threesome. Yeah, so it was the first time that... A a little DP for the wife. Yes, it was my first double penetration. Now, if all of you who have listened, we all have heard her say over and over again, she needs to be comfortable with a guy before he goes in her ass. Yes. I'm that guy usually. Well, yeah. But... You're not the only guy that's been in my No, no, I said usually. No, no, I know. But me being the cuckold I am, I think she wanted to spice it up a little bit more. I did. We got a little lucky. She went out with a friend. They went to a, a, a bar <laughs> of the French choosing. This is a different bar she's ever gone to. And she happened to run into the bartender who was an ex, apparently. Well, yeah. So, it was probably... I'm I sure you'd say, like to tell the story. So go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell part of it. <laughs> um, you want to pour another shot? Yeah. <laughs> another shot. Um, so we, this keep one, <laughs> we keep it real here. We keep it real. So this was probably... Um, Shot number three of Fireball going down. I think it's condensation. Yeah, it's fine. So um, this... Oh, God. Our first... Uh, this was probably about two and a half, three years ago. Cheers. Cheers. Goes out. That's a good delay on the podcast, though. I know, but I, pro- I probably... I probably shouldn't drink Fireball before I do our advertisers because I kept stumbling over my words. Yeah, you only had two. Okay, so... You're a trooper. Um... Yes, our first, our first uh, male, female, male threesome happened about three years ago, maybe two and a half years ago, because we were doing a lot of swinging with other couples, or we were doing a lot of cuckold experiences for you. So I wasn't, you know, um, 
a virgin. I'm going to use that word. I like, I like that word when I take people's firsts or whatever. I wasn't a virgin to another guy fucking me in front of you, obviously. We no, already had the cuckold experience. the first thing we ever did. Exactly. Plus, we swam with other couples at this point. But the fact... And this was before... So, I have actually been a part of what I like to call moresomes. Um, you all might know them as gangbangs, but I actually hate that word. I hate the word gangbang because of what gangbang the terminology represents in terms of what gang members would do as initiations. Yeah, I mean, I prefer, and I, I've used this often in chats and things that we've been a part of, I prefer all guys and her. Yes, so <laughs> I, I had had that, but this was this was obviously after this experience, but um, I we had been talking about, you know, me being the center of attention, having me being with two men, and... I actually brought up the double penetration idea to you first. I said that I've always wanted to know what that felt like because we've done things where you're fingering me and you slip a finger into my ass and it feels great. Now, granted, no, and this is no, come on, guys, this is no insult by anybody, but dicks are obviously thicker and bigger than fingers. So I've always wanted, what I I wondered so. what it would be like <laughs> to have two dicks in me at one time. Um, so about like two or three months before we actually brought up this topic, I was out at, for girls' night. As many of you know, if you follow me, you know that we I go out often for girls' nights. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. It was like a... Like a natural... Because you're talking and you feel like you need to hold it up to you. I know. Um, so basically, we were um, out at girls' night and the bartender was one of my old high school like flames. Like... We had he was like the end of high school after high school, right? Well, so he was after high school because I I had was he in high school? I had, for not in high school though. Well, I had I had my son when I was seventeen, so okay. I was I it was the I had him February of my senior year. He was the guy that offered to still take me to prom, um. but I had a two month old at the time. I didn't want to go to prom. I felt disgusting about myself, even though I I had actually bounced back from my first son with the weight and everything like that. I I, I didn't think it was. I felt like people were going to judge me. Remember, this is during a time where I was the good girl. I didn't get pregnant. You know, it was I was National Honor Society yep. straight A student. They the school the entire school looked at me like, what are you're not. The type of girl that gets pregnant. The only thing I'm seeing here is you're the one that likes to break barriers and <laughs> fucking and make it <sighs> abnormal normal in life. I did well. I think that's what made me so upset with judgmental zones because I was judged so much, so much because, I mean, we're working on when we're gonna come out to my mom, and we decided that we wanted to come out <laughs> to both of our parents. But we're gonna come out to both of our parents at the same time because I think my mom. Will calm the situation. Yes. So unfortunately, I do not have the best relationship with my mother. Um, my mother and I are trying to rekindle our our relationship in a sense that, you know, my mother's had some health issues, and she is my mother. But my mother, you know, was an army lady, super strict, which I appreciated because I felt like she gave me that discipline to, you know, do well in life and school and everything like that. But I couldn't come to her and tell her, Mom, I'm ready to start having sex, I think. Or, Mom, I have questions about sex, but maybe I'm not ready to have sex yet without her accusing me of having sex. It was it was a very weird, 
you know, type of relationship. So, um, but I feel like I owe my mom the understanding of what lifestyle I currently live and I want her to understand and appreciate me. So this guy was a guy that I had, I had dated, you know, um, a little bit after high school because he offered to take me to prom. I declined. He actually offered to stay home from prom and keep me company, um, and stay home with me and Jonathan. And I, I couldn't let him do that. He wasn't the father of my kid. You know, why do you miss out on senior prom? So flash forward a couple months later when I decided to finally start dating again. He's in college. I'm bouncing college, working in a baby. And we started to date. The problem was is that as much as he was such a sweetheart, he really couldn't handle, I think, my life as a very young single mother, you know. Um, so I kind of, you know, we, we took away part. So flash forward to what, four years later, five years later, he's working as a bartender because he's getting his doctorate. So he's literally paying for his schooling and, and his extra cash. And of course, I'm drinking. I'm a little tipsy. All of us girls, had, we all were sharing the Lyft driver together. And I give him my number. Now, you and I are big on communication. We already started swinging at this time. Like, this is when we were newly swingers. And I told you that, you know, hey, um, you know, I started talking to this guy. He's my old fling. Um, But we're just talking as, like, friends. But I want you to know who the guy was I was talking to. And you were like, great. And, of course, we made the – this is when we were were starting to dabble into it. And he was – you know, basically uh, t- telling you, or, or you were telling me that, uh, oh, hey, you know, is this a guy that's going to be a good cuckold? Because this is when we were trying to live out the fantasies. So fast forward a couple months, we've done the cuckold thing, we've done swinging, everything like that. And you and I are sitting at home, we're sitting around the bonfire. And I'm telling you that I really want to have that threesome experience. And you seem shocked. Because you're like, really, you want you want to have the, the DP? And you tell me, well, how would that work? And yes, because at the time I knew that you were very, uh, you have to be comfortable with the person that goes in your ass, which was always me for the most part. Right. But I put a twist on it. I said, I didn't want you to be in my ass because not only did I want it to be a two guy, one girl threesome, but I wanted it to be a cuckold experience at the same time, but in actually involving you. So you kind of looked at me and were like, well, who the fuck would you, would you have in your ass that you trust? And that's when I kind of brought him up because I had been with him before we had done anal. He was a very sweet guy and you were like, well, that guy's not going to go for it. You were straight up like, I can tell you that right now. This guy, he probably has a thing for you still. He would just want you for you, yada, yada. So I poured myself another glass of wine. I whip out my cell phone, and I sent him a very long text explaining the lifestyle that yeah, I live. Alcohol usually helps with that. Well, I do it. I don't want the listeners to think that I have to have alcohol. In no, it but it definitely, um, I think it makes you braver in life. Not you, like in general. I would say in the beginning, yes. The beginning it gave me it helped me find my words when I would yes. communicate with people. Now I can be sober as fuck and I come right out yes. and be like I, I agree mostly. Yes. I, I'm you I'm actually doing a little alcohol right now for a purpose. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna get into that. Um <laughs> But so, all right, so you reached out to him, what'd you send him? What was the message? I if I oh my god, uh it's I, years ago, but I, I it was a very long message of hey, I just want you to know that I um you know I'm in this different relationship with my husband and I told him that we're swingers. No, I'm not forced into this. Yes, this is something that I want to do as well. You know, we're in this kind of open marriage relationship type of thing. 
here's what we're looking for. This is what my husband is. This is what the definition of a cuckold is. Because you'd be, <laughs> you'd be surprised when people don't know what the definition of it is. This is what we're looking for. I'm looking for a guy that wants to have a threesome. Yes, you get to fuck me again. But I'm also going to want you to fuck me in my ass. And Which, But I'm going to want you to fuck me in my ass while I'm sitting on my husband's dick. Literally said, said that. I said, I'm going to want you to fuck me in my ass yeah, while I'm sitting on my husband's you dick. You might as well give him all the details at that moment. So he's not uncomfortable with anything. Absolutely. I mean, who would say no to fucking you in the ass? So I, I get it. I'm in the lifestyle. I'm open. I'm as open as it comes. So I'm like, I don't know who would ever say no, but <laughs> I guess you never know. Well, so he actually, I remember because we had iPhones at the time and I saw the dot, dot, dots for a while. <laughs> I love that. And dot, I was dot, like, dot. I don't know oh why. my God. And he sent me this long text back that said, okay. So I had to Google like three of the words that you told me <laughs> and he was like, just so I understood. And he was like, I could be, I, I want to be completely honest with you. I've had a threesome where I was with two other chicks. I'm not, he said, I, I'm not into other men. So is this something that your husband's going to want to do something? I said, no, my husband, my husband is not into other men either. You know, he's all pro whatever you're about, but that's not his thing. And he was like, all right, I'm down. And I said, are you, are you fucking me? And he was like, well, I plan on it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, I meant like, you know, are you are fucking you fu- with yeah. me? And he, I, I think everybody understood that. No, but I actually typed that out because I completely missed the word because I was drinking. <laughs> so, um, so we plan it for like the next week. So, you know, I, I do everything I do. I, I get my Brazilian wax done. I, you know, spiffy up and I'm like, wow, this is like, I'm getting ready for like a, a date again in a sense. It was kind of nice. So he comes over to our house and we start, of course, tonight with, you know, a drink or two. You know, we're, they're drinking, the boys are drinking Southern Comfort. I'm drinking wine. I don't want to do anything like hard liquor or anything like that because I, I really want to be able to enjoy this moment sexually. The problem is, is that at this point in our life, I, I was loved anal, but I didn't do it as often. So I was nervous because I, you know, as a, other females will understand, if you don't do anal often or you don't do like anal plugs or anything like that that helps stretch you, it can be very uncomfortable in the beginning, what, first five or ten minutes that you do anal because your ass is not used to being stretched out. So that's what I was a little bit nervous about, that not only is my ass now going to get stretched out by another guy, but I'm also going to have my pussy stretched out at the same time. And this is going to be an intense feeling I should have probably did it anal with my husband first, you know, maybe doing it every night or whatever just to kind of stretch me out. So you guys are having Southern Comforts and everything like that. And I'm having my wine and we're talking and, you know, you were great about it. You were like, hey, so do you guys want to go upstairs? And he was great. And he was like, yes. And you both kind of like grabbed onto my hands, like held my hands and like. Yeah, I, think I, I kind of like was in front of you leading the way up and he was kind of like holding onto your hand and she was kind of like back left side issue well, of you. I meant to ask you, I never asked you this this day, but did you guys have a conversation? Because I remember I went into the kitchen and I was doing some things because we had, you know, I, I set out like, almost like we were having a party. I set out like a couple appetizers and I was getting like the wine and I kind of was talking to myself too. I had to like psych myself up in a sense of it's not going to, my, I didn't want it to be painful. I didn't want it to be uncomfortable. I wanted to enjoy the sexual experience. So did you guys chat? I mean, um, obviously you chatted. He, he, when you went away, <laughs> he came over to me and he was definitely like, dude, 
you sure you're good with this? And I had to kind of give him, like, the backstory and everything. Yeah. Once he really knew how we lived, he was game. Good. It it loosened him up. It made him comfortable. Well, he was very confident in the bedroom. So that's why I wondered if you two had to talk about it. He was a little nervous. And then when I kind of, like, put him at ease. Right. was like, bro, you're you're good, man. Yeah. Like, dude, be gentle (laughs) with her, but... Pound it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, honey. Um, so we hey, I put we, gentle in it. We came up to the bedroom, and you know, we kind of it was very, very um, amazing at how quickly it started. Like there was no like uncomfortableness. It was like here I am. I'm standing in a room, two men I have already been with sexually. You know, and even though one's an ex, I didn't really consume as an ex because it didn't last that long. It's just a an ex lover you would call. You yeah, know, no, we've had plenty so, of those. Safely. He, Yes, so you and I started making out. Um, you kind of pulled me close to you, and you started making out with me. And we're gonna call, we're gonna call him M since we like to do first initials here. Hey, we only fuck up on a few of them. Oh, well, you know, uh, you know, Kay. I'm sorry, Kay. <laughs> well, M kind of came up behind me as you and I were making out, and he was caressing like my back and my ass and everything. And I was, you know, wearing wearing a skirt, and he was kind of sliding it up and kind of like just caressing like the bottom of my ass, you know, like like right along there. And and he was kissing on the back of my neck while you and I were kissing, and. Um, I kind of went to like lay down the bed and you both kind of slid off my skirt and then kind of pulled me up where I was sitting on the edge of the bed. And that was the, uh, you had that bright pink thong on that night. I was matching on bright pink. Yes. So I had the bright pink Uh, lace bra that that barely covered my nipples, but of course it's high rolls. So, (laughs) and then, um, the, the bright pink thong I had, um, I know, you like that one, because it was all stringy. It had, like, multiple strings and went all over the place. It just and, makes you want to fuck. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so you guys kind of took off my shirt and took off um, my my skirt, but I was still in, like, my bras and my pa- my bras. My bra and my panties. <laughs> I mean, you were, man. Uh, I know they're big at all, but... My, my titties probably need three bras sometimes. Um, so I kind of, like, sat on the edge of the bed, and you two were just kind of both there, obviously. I'm sitting on the edge of the bed. Both of your dicks are in my eyesight. That I kind of like start to unbutton the both of you at the same time, but I've, I'm not very that skilled at one hand at unbuttoning. So thank God you both took the signal and you both undid your your bow your both your your jeans. So you both kind of undid that, took off your shirt. You're both wearing t-shirts. So that that happened really easy. And I, and I will say I'm I'm not that I'm shocked by that, but I will say you unbutton my pants very quickly. On a norm. I do, but so I... So, the, the one-handed thing, there's something you got to practice, that's all. I will. I mean, once we I'll get a little bit more practice on it. <laughs> but, so, you know, now you guys are here, obviously standing there. You're both in boxers, uh, and your your dicks are right there that I just have to kind of dive right into the little slit there and take them out. And I start sucking on M's cock while jerking you off, which I'm going to say I'm very proud of my coordination skills because that is difficult to do at the same time, you well, know? I imagine. Well, you kind of got to get into the same rhythm with each other. So if you're you're going up and down with your mouth, you're most likely going up and down with your hand as well. I feel like you don't have that problem as a guy when you have two women. Yeah. Because usually the women are doing the work while you're either maybe fucking one, <laughs> the other one's doing something, maybe making out with her or whatnot. Absolutely. Or, or you're going down on one and the other one's maybe going down on you. As a guy, you really don't have to coordinate too too much. Yeah. Well, M was enjoying my blowjob because he was letting out some. He was 
he was a loud moaner. He was letting out some moans and I just started deep throwing them and he just put his hand on the back of my head and I literally was like shoved into the fat to the point where I had his dick so far down in the back of my throat that I jerked you down so hard, but I stayed down there and you kind of like let out like a moan and you had like your hand on like my shoulder, you know, a little bit and you're like kind of digging into my back a little bit. So I, I then, you're exciting me now. (laughs) And then I kind of switched back over and I started sucking your cock and was jerking him and he kind of took the initiative and got onto the bed behind me and undid my bra while I was sucking onto you, and I kind of shimmied out of that while sucking on you, and he was up behind me, like, rubbing onto my titties, and just kissing on my neck, and rubbing everything out, and, you know, you guys fully got naked, took off your boxers, and you kind of climb into bed, and I got laid down flat, and my panties slid off, and I just got completely worshipped. I mean, M went down, and just... I li- you could literally hear how wet I was from him because he had to keep slurping up my juices, I think, to kind of like get get it out of the way in a sense because he was just nonstop, you know, licking and licking and licking. And you kind of like came up where I was at and because I was laying down flat, you were like facing the wall, like our backboard and were like having your dick near my face so I was sucking on your cock but it was kind of hard to suck your cock at times because I could not help but moan so I felt like every time I moaned and I opened my mouth a little bit wider you just kind of face fucked me kind of like gave you a little uh, bit of a I I felt like it was like a you were presenting me with an open door and I was like go ahead go deeper I was I kind of was a little bit like I really don't want to do work right now because this is feeling amazing so I I mean that's great because you can literally just lay there (laughs) Open wide, and he can go down on you. Yes. And I can push it as deep as I can. Yeah. And so, so started where I kind of rolled a little bit over because I was ready for penetration at this point. And you were, the way I rolled over, you were already facing like the, the backboard. So you kind of flipped over and you were doing your thing where you kind of kiss on my ass a little bit and you were, you rubbed your fingers and, and everything like that. And you fingered me a little bit as I'm kind of in the, in the doggy style position and you go right ahead and you start fucking me from behind. And M is, he kind of stands up and he gets to the edge of the bed and we're kind of like, pretty similar clothes we kind of had to readjust you know which kind of it interrupted the rhythm a little bit but I knew what he was going at and you pretty much pounded my mouth into his dick you know yeah I'm sorry I got a little distracted <laughs> I heard a noise and I couldn't figure out what it was apparently there's a car alarm going off yeah so every time you like <laughs> pound it yourself into like pound it your dick into me yeah. his dick went deeper into my mouth Man. so like every time you would retract out of my pussy and and then did you enjoy that I did but then I have a question for you because at this point I'm I'm obviously sucking him and he he basically w- leans down to me and he whispers he goes you have been such a good girl and you are sucking such good cock that we're gonna worship you he kind of like went underneath me okay you know because I'm obviously on all fours so okay. there's that room it's like a bridge and he's sucking on my clit like literally sucking not we're not talking licking like he is doing the sucking motion what was that like coming from a straight male to know that like you're you're pounding the shit out of me with your dick and that he was so close I mean, to I, that. I would say I'm straightish. Yeah. 
that it doesn't bother me. Right. Like, I'm not... I, I don't have a problem. I, I love everybody. I love gay people, bi people. Right. I don't get weirded out by things. Well, well I actually thought it was pretty hot because, mm, I mean, he... I, mean, I felt like you two were willing to do anything and kind of cross well, comfort levels willing to just to worship me. Oh, my God. my I I remember I went in... I, I went into sensory overload. We talked about sensory overload earlier. <laughs> I went into sensory overload because my clit is getting completely like, like, like rubbed yeah, and pressed no, here by his it, tongue. And then my G spot's getting hit by you. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm not going to make it to double penetration at this yeah, point. Because I mean, it, it doesn't bother me because I'm so open that I'm comfortable with everything. Yeah. Well, then comes the, the magic moment. So I kind of, you know, lay you down. And as I'm about to kind of climb onto your dick, M asked if he could just feel my pussy because he he's you know he obviously he's wearing a condom, but obviously it's not hygienic to go from ass to 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 pussy. No, but pussy to ass is fine. Right. So might as well, right? Right. Lube it so, up a little bit. Well, he 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 wanted to feel me for a little bit, so. Yeah. I laid down on my back, and he just completely threw my legs up. I have both my legs over my head. He's leaning onto my outer thighs and he is just pounding the shit out of me yes, and i, I think I, I think you... i leaned into you a little bit and uh i whispered some things in your ear you were and i saw I you kind of caressing your yourself a little bit while i was rubbing myself yeah you were enjoying that i you? was i literally was getting fucked so hard so deep you're telling me naughty things i am literally like oh my god this is how I'm going to die. I'm going to die in pleasure. <laughs> I mean, like, you're going to die happy. I'm going to die happy. <laughs> so he, you know, now comes the moment of truth. He gets to fuck me in, in, in my pussy for a little bit. So you lay lay back down on, on your um, on your back. And here's where I was very nervous. So I'm like, this is where we're going to, to kind of have to be a little bit. It might be awkward because we're all going to try to figure out the right position for this. Yeah. I mean, you know, the way we were... Lane was the perfect way to do it. But if you haven't done it yet, you still have to kind of work out those kinks. Yes. So you laid flat and then I sat on your deck, but I had to lay completely flat on top of you. You're basically like, we're like cuddling. We're cuddling with me on top. (laughs) So he gets the lube and he was, this is where we found the perfect guy for the first double penetration. Not only does he put lube on his dick, but he lubes up my ass while I'm in that position. Like, he literally, like, you know, puts the little lube on it. And he puts his hand on my back. And he goes, I'm going to stick my fingers in you first. I'm like, okay. So he sticks his fingers in me while you're already, you're now, I remember, I'm sitting on your dick. We're just sitting there. Yeah. We're laying there and, and letting him I'm already, gently go to work. Right. My pussy is already being stretched out by your your cock, right? So all of a sudden, I, his, his fingers go in my ass. And I'm... Literally, I, I dug into your your, your yeah, shoulders a little I, bit because it was a different feeling, and I was like, "Holy shit!" But it felt so good. So he was very respectful. He was like, "Are you ready?" And I'm like, "Yep, I'm ready." And I said, "Just you have to go slow first, please." And he was like, "Of course." And I kind of looked at you, and I was like, "Look, I know the pressure of you probably to stay hard right now, but you looked at me, and you're like." This is probably the best cuckold experience I'm having right now. I am yeah, so I, I could feel hard. you. You were throbbing in me. I could I felt it, but yeah. I didn't I didn't want him going slow to ruin that. So I knew in my eyes I had to look at you and if I had to dirty talk you, but I ended up not having to do anything for you because he went in nice and slow and he did that couple pumps in the beginning of my ass 
And then once he, there, every female knows this. Once the guy bridges that certain point into your ass, he, I think it's actually his head, the head of his dick. Once the head of a dick goes in, he's a, a okay to go right on in all the way. So he kind of bridged that point and he yeah, was very you, the communicative. Head, the head has popped through. Yes. And once the head pops through, uh, the head's bigger than well, your Well, his head popped through and <laughs> your dick was in me. And I, I have... literally was in complete ecstasy. He just... Oh, I'm sorry. Because no. I don't want to... <laughs> no, can I, can, I, can I tell I'm you that... I'm getting so fucking turned on right now. <laughs> it was so hot. And I was so turned on. And I was so horny. But I really didn't have to do too much. You didn't. Because <laughs> it took about five minutes for him to... He was He was penetrating me. He was going in and out of my ass, and he, thank God he was wearing, he even said it, thank God he was wearing a condom, because if he was barebacking it, he wouldn't have lasted long, he said, because I was just so tight, and the whole experience, anything like that, and he kind of has to, like, straddle over you a little bit, too, in a sense, you know, like, like your legs, whatever. Yeah, so. And that just goes back to the comfort level of that. I don't, I would do anything for you. Oh well, that night, <laughs> it. As soon as he, as soon as I felt like my ass getting stretched a little bit to where it was comfortable, then every time, I kind of went into rhythm with him. Every time he would kind of, you know, withdraw his dick a little and then pound in, I would lean up and then I would slam down onto your dick. Yes. But what people don't understand is what that was doing was it was slamming two parts of me because he was slamming his dick into my ass with that and then I was slamming your dick into my pussy that I was literally getting the same penetration with every thrust, with my thrust and with his thrust. So I'm, I, I remember I came so hard. There was this huge ass wet spot on our bed that I think he asked if that was the lube and you asked if I peed myself because of how big it was. And I said, no guys, I definitely came so hard. I have never felt an orgasm like I felt from him being in my ass and you being, you being in my pussy. I felt it in my G spot, but then it like released all the way through to my head, like the top of my head, just pounding the shit. And then he started to come. And as he was getting ready to come, he was digging his nails into my, into my waist, into my ass. And as he came, he kind of let a little slap go. Like he slapped me like, Oh my fucking God. And then it was so unique because as soon as he came, he kind of exited a little bit out of my ass. Like he withdrew it nice and easy. And I, I rode you for what, like 45 seconds. Yeah, it doesn't And then long. you all of a sudden came, you know, came as well. But you filled me because we didn't, you know, obviously you and I don't use protection. No, so absolutely. to get with it with each other. So you came and I literally was filled with cum from you. I was filled with lube from him. It was a great fucking ending of the night. No, absolutely. And I could tell that you really enjoyed yourself and oh. that it was like pleasure like you've never had. It was. And, you know, I mean. I mean, we've we, done it a few times since then. No, but, it's, but we, we should do it again. We should, but he's got a girlfriend I'm, now. I'm, That's why we haven't been able to do it. He's had a long, long-term girlfriend, which trust me, I've tried to get him to convince her to swing because she's a hottie. She's a hottie. So. I'm going to find a guy. Yeah. So that was our first double penetration uh well, male, technically female. Technically, your first double penetration. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. I wasn't penetrated. No, but you were a part of it. You're one of the penetrators. So. <laughs> no. So yeah. So. That, um, I kind of want to dive into something real fast. It's a little bit of a throwback. I like that. I like our throwbacks. I love our throwbacks. We got a couple. It kind of shows people that, you know, 
what we what we have done and what we're even more comfortable with doing it, it it opened up our sexuality even more like that was the moment that I knew okay I've done DP if I find another guy which we have we've had we found at least two other men that were okay with it you know because I like you being on the bottom because it adds to the cuckold experience it I adds like to it. the fact that as much as I love you're literally just laying there and this guy is controlling my ass and he's controlling how I'm riding your dick as much as I love fucking your ass which your ass is ridiculously tight and so good <laughs> there's something hot about another guy he's kind of like the alpha male he's owning you he is and that's, that's your ass that's that's sacred ground <laughs> and that experience also is what introduced me into i call them butt plugs it's not a sexy term but um, any of you guys that actually it's truly know me plug. are okay. anal plugs. Yeah. Lie, I actually right? wear anal plugs quite often when I'm out. We do the vibrating panties when we're out sometimes. I mean, it's, it's all, this is going to be another episode. We're going to talk about our toys, but I, I'm a big fan of the anal plugs because it really does help with the mood where if you're looking to just get a nice hard fucking in your ass or you are going to do double, double penetration, that guy takes out the butt plug right before he goes in and your ass is already stretched. Absolutely. And it, it you know what it does? It alleviates that beginning part where you're kind of like, all right, just be gentle. Take your time. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's like 10 minutes of buildup just to do it where if you ride the plug all day, yeah, your ass is ready to go. Absolutely. A little loop, go a little slow first, <laughs> but then boom, two, three minutes, you're in, you're pounding it. You're having a great time. So now that we talked about uh, the first male female male threesome we had and double penetration which we kind of conquered two first and one at that one you want to talk about the issues that you're having with k all right so <laughs> I, i'm not having issues with k necessarily yes you are for everyone that is on our twitter on our snapchat i'm sure you saw the picture posted the other day of k and she kind of completes our throttle the problem is she doesn't fully complete the throttle in a sense of she's like a fuck buddy more. And we hang out, we get drunk, we drink, we buy our shots. Maybe once in a while we come back to the house and we fuck. I, on the other hand, I'm a, we live an open poly swinging life. Yes. You've told me. You can get a girlfriend. That's great. Yeah. You, with your newfound revelation of being fully bi, right. would love a girlfriend. Yeah. We would love one together. We would. And so the problem that we've always had with Kay is we understood that Kay, Kay has children herself and Kay would Which never be a long-term not thing. A, well, the children part is not a problem right. because we have children. Right. But her issue is she wants to find, and she admitted it actually at the bar on Saturday, she would love to find that guy that she can marry and be a full... T- Listen... Kay is a great mom and she's got, you know, her one son had heart issues for a while. Like she really just wants to be that stay at home mom that does everything for her kids. She wants to be able to go on all the field trips with them. She's always been a working mom. I think that's what's kind of hindering her. Absolutely. And we can't offer that. The only thing we can offer is the girlfriend life. Yes. We will never be able to offer her the husband wife life. That's that's not what's going to offer it. The only thing we could ever offer is the girlfriend life. And the issue I've kind of run into is... So Kay tends to be a little bit more reserved and not as outgoing when she doesn't drink. But when she drinks, Mm -hmm. she's fully outgoing. But we're coming in conversation with her. 
you know, it feels like she wants to be our friend. You know, she obviously she is our friend. She's one of our good friends. But she doesn't want to do anything. She just wants to be a fuck buddy. But contrary to what our lifestyle is, we are looking for a permanent girlfriend that we want to, like, go out on dates with and, and, I, and things like that. And I think, I, I think the problem that I've run as into... As well as boyfriends. Like, we're... And couples. Like, we're not just limited. Because that's why... That's the problem we have is the girlfriend has to understand that we're also going to play with couples. Yeah, but she can also play with people as well. Absolutely. And that's what the beauty of our life and our lifestyle is. It's the freedom of it. You're not limited to just one person or two people. Absolutely. You can go have fun. If you meet a nice guy, have fun. Yes. I guess the problem I'm running into is I want her to be a little bit more. I do. I know you do. And I mean, I do too because I really like her. But the problem is, is that I don't think she's taking this serious in a sense of like she, she went out with a guy, which is fine. She's entitled to, but she kind of dismissed your flirtiness on Snapchat that you were doing with her. And then all of a sudden her next Snapchat was date night, you know, with the dude. Now, whether she was trying to make you jealous or not. No, I mean, according to her, she was ma- trying to make an ex jealous, which is fine. Oh, yeah, but that's but so it, childish. It, like, it kind of that's like, not in my lifestyle. No, I'm not I, about I, trying to make I know. exes jealous. Like, I, I can see where she's coming from. How com- old are we? I know, but I, I can see where she's coming from. No, uh, I can't. Sorry. Well, she's dealt with a lot of shit from people. I can't. I'm sorry. That's fine. She's going to be 30 years old this year. We don't always agree on I'm, anything. I'm literally planning her that's a what, massive 30th birthday. That's what makes us real. The girl... Exactly. I don't agree with you because I think that the girl... She's going to be 30 years old. Stop acting like a child. Get it together. I, you sit there and you say that you love us. You want to be with us and everything like that. Like, And when I say love, I mean like... The good kind. Not, I, not like I'm desperately in love with no, you. No, no. I mean, no, I, mean, she I, cares I literally about just got a snap from her earlier that said, I love you guys so much. You're my best. You guys are my best friend. Right. Well, then if she if she feels like, you know, taking that next relationship level is going to ruin that friendship, she needs to be honest about it. And then she needs to stop fucking well, us. That, that's my that's that's my question. I wrote out this long, giant message on snapchat there can we talk can you snapchat? like brief this to me like what what was the message like it was brief. it was more like along the lines of hey this is what we really want okay so you told her that we're looking for a girlfriend we that we can we go out on dates really, with listen you you can continue to hang out with people you can fuck other guys it's okay Right. But we're looking for that girlfriend that maybe every other weekend wants to spend the weekend here, hang out, things like that. That's what you said, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously during the week, every so often. Because we don't have kids all the time. So we are we have a lot of extra freedom <laughs> compared to most people that have kids together. Yeah, our, our one kid. <laughs> actually, it's um, I, our, in two weeks, all of our kids are out of school and the, your, your one my son one son goes to his dad's for, for three like, weeks. Three or four straight, weeks, right? Three or four weeks straight. And uh, so we really will be kid-free. Every seven out of 14 days. Well, like every two days we're going to be yep, kid-free. Yep, pretty so. much. So we do have a lot of extra time for uh, people with four kids. Yes. Um. I mean, technically three at the moment, but, you know, we'll get into this our time a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I wrote out this long well, thing. Well, she's going off to college. Yeah, you know, have to understand I that. Know. One more year and she's gone. Yeah. So, I wrote out this long thing to her. Now, be in mind, she had told me, I'm going to the bar. Right. We love the bar. I we said, do. I said, oh, that's awesome. I'm a little jelly, but I'm sitting here drinking with the wife. 
Of course. I, I like I'm fucking bar. awesome. You are. I, you know, we just like the bar. That's, that's just, okay. That's our personality. I would just talk to Malika and Nadia the whole time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, you know, she said, and she made a comment. And she's like, oh, well, I'm meeting up with the guy I hung out with the other night. The date night guy. Right. And my response was, oh, lucky him. Um, and I kind of went into it with like, uh, I may have made a comment that made her think, kind of made her think I was pissed off at her. And I'm not mad at her. Which I have, you should be. I haven't actually, be hypocritical if I've you never once actually fully come out and talked to her about this. I so think can I be mad at her? Yes. No. Oh, no. I'm, no. I'm saying no, no. Like, that is the problem. The problem is, is that you are not being fully, um, you know, Open honest, honest with her. No, I agree. So I think this long text, if you're looking, are you looking for my opinion? Is that what this whole I, thing I, is about? Maybe. I mean, I, I wrote this long thing out. <laughs> basically coming to her and be like, listen, this is what we really want. I mean, but my fear is we're really good friends and I don't want to fuck that up. Then. Plus, I get to fuck her every so often. I don't want to fuck that up, but I know when she gets a boyfriend, she doesn't live that life. Okay. I won't get to fuck her anymore. Are you ready for the realty here? I don't like realty. You're, you're not ready for my honesty. That's what it is. <laughs> Everyone who knows me knows I bring it down real hard and honest. So you got to make two decisions here. You got, or I'm sorry, three. Either she stays friends and that's all she is. I'm talking about there's no flirting. There's no me and her making out. There's no you and her making out. There's no, you know, her her grinding up on you when we all go to the bar and stuff like that. It's quite enjoyable. I know, but then if you make the decision, that's not allowed. And then, or you send this long-ass text to her and kind of profess what you want the game plan to be. I mean, look, me and Kay already had a talk as girlfriends. Like, I'm not talking about, like, lover girlfriends. As friendship girlfriends. And I told her that she needed to be single for the summer anyway. Yes, yes. We because both she has had the worst well, luck with men. I will tell you. My text actually would say, I know we told you to be single for the summer. And I still agree with that. But when you're ready to not be single. Yes. Or... You need to just accept her that she's just a fuck buddy until she finds someone. Like, these are actually all inner things that you have to decide. I, you know, Because I, once you decide the path that you're going to go, then that's what you, you message her. I think you want to go in, and I agree with it. You want her to be the girlfriend for as long as she wants to be the girlfriend right now. Yes. The problem is, is I don't know if Kay can handle us swinging with other couples. I think she can because she likes to flirt. No, no, no. Not Kay involved. No, she likes to flirt. Oh. She would be perfectly happy being able to flirt with guys at bars still, get guys to buy her drinks still. Oh, yeah, because she wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be mad if she were yeah. to go and be but, with someone else but, every now and then. Let, let's put it this way. But her, okay, her, so then what's the difference between her being a fuck buddy? Her previous relationship. I feel like if there's a girlfriend. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. All Here's right. where you have to oh. differentiate it for oh, me. Okay. If she's just a fuck buddy, then that means that she can also fuck other people just like we can or you can. Yes. Right? So what's the difference then? I think the the quote unquote girlfriend part is more of a, not a commitment, but more of a, hey, I'm going to pick to go out with you guys over someone else first. Uh, No. No? I don't agree. No? No. I mean, it's really truly up to you because in all, in essence, then, she would be then your what's, girlfriend. Then what's the difference? Then the difference what is, is she that now then? The difference is, is that I think you're looking more for a poly here rather than open. And you want to be her boyfriend and you want her to be your girl. Like you guys want to date. But it would have to be exclusive, obviously, with the exception of me. But why, but why does it have to be exclusive? 
If it's not exclusive right, if it's not, because you both are allowing each other to fuck other people. All right. So what you're telling me is, and hey, this is why they love us. We're so real. We're having a conversation. Shot here. We might need one. (laughs) So what you're telling me is. If, this is a lot of thinking for if, on a Sunday fun day. If we have, if we or I have a girlfriend, yes, I'm not allowed to fuck anybody else. Well, other than me, really? I isn't. That I thought what, that was the whole point, though. No, because I think that once you choose that to date that one person, Polly is more than one. Yes. Yes, you might also have two, three or four, but then, but that's relationships. That's not fucking other people. Polly is relationships. Poly is relationships. Swinging and open marriages so, right. are so sex. If you're if you're poly, and you have a wife, yes. and you have a girlfriend, yes, you're allowed to have another girlfriend because you're poly, but you're not allowed to have another fuck buddy. What's the difference? I I just don't see the difference. Oh my god! Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Let's take this a shot. Little, right. This Hang is real deep right Hang now. We just got real I, deep. I hope everyone is enjoying this. <laughs> Hang on a second, because I hope someone's going to add their opinions. To this. I I would love their opinions. Okay. This will be up by tomorrow you, afternoon. You drink the Karen the Karen glass. I'll drink the Christopher glass. How did they switch? You had it switch for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, right, just, I'm drinking your juices. That's all. <laughs> You're not allowed to make me laugh. Oh, one of my nose. Could you make me laugh? Oh, uh, that's good. That's all, right. all right, so, all right, you know what, my thing really isn't that, I, I think I'm leaning towards sending her this long text, but I think I want her a little intoxicated first, because she's a lot no. more open when she's intoxicated, no. I just don't want to fuck up our friendship. You cannot, uh, so you're right. telling me not to do it then. No, 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 I'm, I, I'm, I thought I'm we always, were discussing this. I'm always torn, no, I'm telling you, do whatever you want, I'm saying, I'm torn between, um, Alcohol and no alcohol. I do believe that alcohol opens up someone, yeah. but then I also think that alcohol makes people say things that they might not necessarily a hundred percent agree I don't, to. I don't agree. That's just my opinion. We've had some of our best, most open conversations with alcohol. This is true. I do. Th- well, they do say that the truth comes out when you're yes. drunk. So, all right, I'll give that to you. And everyone else that we know, all the other fucking swinging couples that podcast are all drinking on their shit. So, I mean, I I guess my thing is I'm just. A little... I don't want to fuck up our friendship. That's the problem, though. But that's what we said. Also, uh, also a fuck buddy until she, she gets a boyfriend. She only became good friends with us because we started fucking her. Remember, she was just a bar acquaintance. Then she became, like, friends with me on Facebook. And I invited her to a Memorial Day barbecue. And she was our our, our, our threesome yep. girl. Everybody left. Everybody left and she and stayed. And you sat there and you kind of said, hey. You should make out my husband. You should make out my husband. And she's like, no, it's your husband. I said, oh, we live a different lifestyle. And I told it to her. And there you go. But it sounds to me like you like Kay. Like I like, a, like her. You I like, like her. her a little bit, yeah. You might have a little thing for her. And you don't, I feel like deep down inside you don't want her to be with other people. No, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind that actually. But. I kind of want her to want us. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I am right, now right. doing my own thing. Okay. No, 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 no. Can I, can I break this down real quick? All right, go ahead. All right, because I know we're, we're about like an hour and 10 minutes right now. I don't care. People um, out there have a have hour and 40 long minute ones. So can can I break this down for you real quick? Yes. When she gets a boyfriend. Okay. That goes away. Okay. If she dates us, okay, she can still date other people. Mm-hmm. But I know she's still gonna be dating us. Okay. So at that point, anybody she dates has to understand that she's open like that. All right. If she gets us the boyfriend, otherwise, 
it'll kind of like it did before it'll kind of put it like a a cut on us until she's single again okay then my advice to you ready is what i tell every single person communicate 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 you're not communicating with her well, I guess I should go ahead and communicate with her then. So, yeah, I think that you just need to make that, you know, decision tonight. Go ahead, send her the message, have open communication, and then, you know, whatever her response is, take it from there. But that's just my opinion. So, guys, we have thoroughly enjoyed this time talking and chatting with you guys. If you guys are available or have Twitter available. <laughs> See? So what happens when you get too much of this firebombing. If you guys have Twitter, uh go ahead and follow us at swinging along 69. That's swinging along 69. Uh send us your emails, your comments, um your own experiences, you know, uh questions or any advice that you want us to give. I mean, we're not doctors or anything like that, but we can we can give you our opinions. Uh that's swinging along 69 at gmail.com. We are also on Instagram now, and so we're just kind of getting new to it, some posting some pictures and things like that. So feel free to follow us at Swinging Along 69. You can also head over to our website and see some of our affiliates, and you can get the Cassidy link and things like that, the Desires link for, you know, if you're planning a trip to the, you know, Desires, um, you can go over to our website at www.swingalong.com. That's www.swingalong.com. And I think that's pretty much it. I mean, we've got Twitter, we've got Instagram, we've got our website, we've got our email. And yeah, we look forward to hearing from you guys. So until next time, bye guys.